Okay, why is that interesting? Annabelle the because, doll. Yeah, Annabelle's that fucking doll from uh, the the Conjuring universe. Yeah. Which this this episode is way better than all of those, all of them. So. <laughs> I've never seen any. Yeah, you're not missing nothing. You're traveling through another Missy dimension. Watch a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, dark territory. I know she's not deaf or dumb or retarded or anything. Ordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone review. did it cost? Eric, that's enough. How much did it cost, Annabelle? Eric, I don't think it's the price of the doll that's upsetting you. <laughs> now we're going to get some more of that Freudian gibberish you've been getting from a doctor, huh? It isn't Dr. Lubin's fault she feels rejected. My name is Talking Tina, and I love you very much. Will you shut that thing off? Oh, Eric, how could you? Talkie Tina, and I don't think I like you. Talkie Tina, the doll that does everything. A lifelike creation of plastic and springs and painted smile. To Eric Strater, she is a most unwelcome addition to his household. But without her, he'd never enter Twilight Zone. Hey, hello, citizens. I'm Phoenix West. This is the LAW Twilight Zone Review. Joined by Frank Links, Adam Wilcox. Thanks, guys. I went in a different order there for some reason. I don't know what the fuck happened. I, I, yeah, I, and, <laughs> and, I, and I just want to say to everybody, that intro might have been 1.41 and don't kill me for it because that was a four-minute edit that I did on the fly. wasn't bad. I was like, I was like, I, I, I watched it like five times. I'm like, okay, okay. And I was just like, pause, resume, pause, resume. I thought I did a pretty goddamn good job. <laughs> I got to say, this episode, for being very, very simple, just flew by. It really did. And um, I felt, now, right now, um, I'm about a month away from being this guy. <laughs> A stepdad? Sure. No, no. Um, when I go bing, you'll know why. Okay? Well, I was going to leave a cliffhanger, so all the listeners out there go, ooh, I wonder if Frank's going to go bing, and then he'll know why he's about to be some, you know, doll murdering psychopath. Bing, what is this, product placement? You guys working for Bing now, Microsoft? You got a, a partnership? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Slow down there. I am I am an Apple fanboy, sir. Okay, just checking. Is there anybody yeah. out there that actually uses Bing? No, just people on TV that are trying to shill it. Oh, don't think it's like Gloggle or something. <laughs> Clearly there was a, a TV reboot of of uh, Hawaii Five O, and they had like the most horrendous product placement of any TV show I ever watched. I actually stopped watching it when they were doing a Bing product placement. With a tablet trying to solve a crime, I'm like, no, no respectable cop is ever going to use Bing for anything. Nope. Not even an old lady's address. I don't care. Google on an iPad, which is hysterical, but nonetheless, but hey, Google I, on any device, dude. It's got to be an iPad, sir. <laughs> got to be an iPad. Are we are we selling iPads now? <laughs> Other than breaking them. Uh, have you ever? <laughs> 
So, uh, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's 506 Living Doll, episode 162 of the show. Uh, yet another Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode that they, you know, spoofed. Thank you, Phoenix, for because like I'm like somewhere in my memory banks, I want to say I saw a Simpsons spoof of this, but I can't be sure. It was a Krusty the Clown doll. I knew it. Yeah. You you probably saw that Anna, that Annabelle movie and got it mixed up with this because this does it way better than that movie. That's definitely not what it was, sir. I okay. have seen all of the Annabelle movies, uh, and they're they're terrible. Yep. They're not even. I don't get scared by movies, but they're not even like close. They don't even no. resemble horror movies at all. There's one that's worse than that, though, Phoenix. And I, I went and saw it because some people said you have to go see this. I'm like, fine, I'll go see it. Brahms the boy. I saw that a couple that's days like, ago. You saw that? <laughs> that's even worse than Annabelle, I dude. Bronze boys, what? <laughs> I wish it was Bronze boys on screen for an hour and a half. It was. Heck yeah! <sighs> I mean, dude, Google Incognito, baby. <laughs> No, I want that. First want of all, doing it. a creepy doll show, just show a damn doll. And and, and if you're if you're if you're writing it well, you can make a creepy doll creepy, or just like a regular doll creepy, I should say. Yeah, we it's talked about Child's Play yesterday. Yeah, yeah wait, I was gonna say, didn't Chucky um <laughs> talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chucky I, also looked like a doll that my sister had, like the exact same doll. It, it, it was like a smaller version of it before that movie ever came out. But yeah, the 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 whatever it was the good guys or whatever it was borrowed their image from some other like more generic dolls. It borrowed uh, from my buddy, which I yeah. I have my one of those buddy as a kid. and another one. I yeah. beat the my shit buddy. out of my buddy. Yeah, where I go, my he buddy. goes my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Toys were simple in the 80s. Man. Frank's buddy. My buddy. God, Venus, way to step up there and you left me hanging and you knew it. I don't have it memorized. I'm sorry. Come on. The end is a, is, is, is a, is like a, you know, it's not just one guy singing it. It's all the kids. Yeah. My buddy and me. You realize that you expect me and to remember it. Was, kid sister. Kid sister, because we can't leave the girls out. <laughs> Don't Jesus, we're not gonna do the Monchi Chi ads too, are we? <laughs> the, the what, sir? Okay, good. <laughs> just, just checking. Just checking. Keep him in the dark. I keep calling you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I've been doing that, the Eric. Entire... Whatever your name is. God. I'm not oh, a sir. Hard. I work for a living. <laughs> I was wondering how long I could I could run that, but it was getting kind of douchey. <laughs> Is there a more simple episode of this show than this? Negative. I I really can't think of one because other ones that are boring or the simple story, you're kind of just like waiting for it to get over. But this one's not even boring. It's just, just super saying. simple. We have almost nothing to talk about. So I liked it. Yeah, I, I want to think that there's like some kind of an alternate reality where there's a crossover with this episode and Telly Savalas's character from The Dirty Dozen. So it's instead of Eric, it's actually Maggot, and then he just like you know right right back to Dolly. We all come out like it's Halloween. <laughs> I watch that. Yeah, that's that's my favorite war movie. You know Dirty what? Dozen. I, you know what I want? Um, actually, I demand. Is a sequel. The Jordan Peele. I want. I want him a, to make a sequel to this episode where we see Talkie Tina, like where she stands trial for her crimes, for murder. Yeah, and you know, if, and if he doesn't. My name is Talkie Tina, and I think I could even hate you. Yeah, that's right. It goes out to you, Orange Peele. When's Orange season Peel. two coming out? Season two should be out shortly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just so excited mm-hmm. for it. I can tell you, you're just, you can't hold back. Yeah. I'm overjoyed. Have you heard that or are you guessing? What's that? Have you heard that or are you guessing that? What? About season two? Yeah. Um, it did say 2020 and last year it came out April 1st. So we're late compared to last year, but. Uh, I hate to tell you, but they haven't filmed a single episode. They have the list um, of actors who they've already, you know, signed all the actors for season two. And then 
this happened and filming and uh, yeah, dude, season two at best, the way a lot of studios have gone, like Sony on almost everything, dude. Good. I don't think let Sony die. Talking about the way they do everything backwards, like let's get the cast uh, first and then right. write the characters in. Yeah. No, right, right now there's a lot of studios that are pushing things back three months, pushing things back three months, pushing things back three months. Except for Sony, they just straight up are like, yeah, since this was slightly delayed, we're pushing it back to 2021. Oh my like, god, that's weird that you said that because I like just before we started recording this, I was looking at uh, Disney's list of. Movies coming out this year. They have six movies coming out all year. Six. One of them, and one of them is is Black Widow. So I'm like, no wonder they're pushing that shit back because the other five movies look atrocious. Actually, there's a lot of Disney movies that that they went right to VOD that were going to come out on in theaters, but because of this whole thing, went right to VOD. How what's our kids going to watch? Onward. I saw Onward. It wasn't terrible. It was all right. Isn't Black Widow a Disney movie or is it Marvel? Yeah, it's it's Marvel, so it's theirs. Uh, I think you are, can go on Disney Plus and you can buy it um, for like eleven bucks. Not yet, no. No, no, they're pushing that back because because that's literally all they have left to release this year that anybody's well, going to be remotely interested. in. It's going to make over a billion. Well, they're not going to release that in VOD. All uh, I would say is. Don Mega in Am I on the Air every week. He'll do an entertainment show, and I don't know how he packs so much information into 40 minutes, but you, but my my head almost explodes <laughs> halfway through it. So I got to listen to it twice, and that's pretty much. So a lot of what I just said is probably wrong, but I'm on the right path. Yeah, I don't think they could afford to put that one on demand because Onward was already a lost cause because it, it didn't make any money in in its opening week. I mean, I went and saw it, you know, and like I said, I didn't think it was terrible. It gave it a pretty decent review, but it looks, it looks like it'd be they, fine. they knew that was a lost cause. No, but like, however, Phoenix though about uh, season two, I know that for a fact because uh, you know, makes sense. Don, uh, DX Don Mega, um, he's basically you know. Uh, RedDragonsRadio.com. I'm on the air host and all that. You'll find this show there. Exactly. Thank you, Don. So um, he was on a way off topic last week, just me and him, that I released last weekend. And uh, we talked about that for a little bit. And that's why I, I know that for a fact as far as Twilight Zone. Because I pay, I, you know, I really you know, pay attention to that one. All the other ones that got pushed back and everything, I don't watch superhero music movies, so none of them make any sense to me at all. I don't even know, like, like you could say Black Widow, and I'm like, yeah, it's a crazy spider. Like, no, no, it's it's a Marvel movie. Like, oh, right on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's how much I know. I like some of them. If Like, when I watch Doctor Strange, I'm sitting there watching going, I have no idea I'm looking at. I just get so overwhelmed with CG. Like, uh, Aquaman, I fucking hate it. I'm not the only one with that one. <laughs> I didn't get into that one either, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, all trippy because it's, like, a 60s character. And it's all this, like, oh, trippy. Doctor Strange love. No, Doctor Strange. Oh. So yeah. it's, it's like, bending the city. And he, he can time travel some weird shit. And he makes, like, yeah, little portals. Yeah, that's my thing. When they started introducing just, just straight-up magic. As, it's like, going over my head. I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking at. Just straight up magic. It's like, come on, man. Like so the, some of this other stuff, I'm with it, you know. But when you just bring just straight up sorcery in there, I'm like, and his his hero's arc just wasn't earned. Like like his his transformation from asshole doctor to hero is just like a blip. Yeah. Like whatever. Yeah. All I gotta say is the best. I don't know if it's a '70s movie. I'm pretty sure it is. The best '70s movie ever made is Clockwork Orange. And that's the show. That's a good movie. That was both good movies. The Shining's 1980, sir. Well, there you go, sir. So, you see what I mean? Like, I mean, okay, so, sir, the wall is 79. <laughs> you and I both know it, but it gets album of the year 1980. Go figure. Well, it was still, uh, it was on the top of the charts for quite a while, so. Yeah, but so is Dark Side of the Moon, and I didn't see any Dark Side of the Moon awards going out in 2006. 
I don't know what we're arguing. They're both great albums, but <laughs> I don't know what we're arguing either. But all I'm saying is like seventy nine eighty is a is a gray area for a lot of things. I'm talking about like mid seventies. So yeah. So when I was watching this episode, the first thing I thought of with uh Telly Savalas was uh let me see here. Annabelle is is the wife's name. It's my what first a note. find. <laughs> what a find. For him? Yeah. Like yeah, it's like she, you really found yourself a nice guy there. <laughs> Tilly Savalas is an asshole in this episode. He's great at it, but he, he's... I mean, oh. have you guys ever seen Tilly Savalas in a, in a role that you didn't like him in, though? Never knew who he was till this episode and couldn't tell you what else he has been in. Frank? Like, could, you, could you tell me? What yeah, Dirty, Dirty Dozen, he plays Maggot, and then uh, also he's um, uh, Joe in... Um, uh, the, all the burning bridges. Uh, what the fuck's the name of that? World War Two one with Clint Eastwood. Kelly's Heroes. Kelly's Heroes. That's it. He's yeah, also he has his helmet on the entire time. Yeah, he's the only one that never takes his helmet off. He smokes a cigar. Yep. He's also in a John Frankenheimer movie, which fulfills my my quota of I one mention of his. Coming. He's yeah. in so, Birdman of Alcatraz. So, dude, that is <laughs> so. Okay, so he's done a Frankenheimer and he's been in a movie with Clint Eastwood. That's a Phoenix West. Yeah. Love. This guy's Next great, and he's, he's a Bond villain, too. Most people remember him as Kojak. Yeah, Kojak. What Bond movie was he in? He was in uh, Her Majesty's Secret Service. He played Blofeld. Oh, he's in that one. Yeah. He's yeah, that one. Gold member. The bobsledding one. He wasn't in Goldmember. <laughs> I, I, I just went. <laughs> Every time I watch Her Majesty's Secret Service, I, I'm like, I like this movie. I like this movie. Oh, 25 minutes of bobsledding. <laughs> oh, I like this movie again. <laughs> it just goes it's on and on. It's not the worst. It's not as bad as everybody always says it is, man. But there's yeah, such yeah, a long bobsled sequence. Yeah. When do, you, do you want to hear the first Bond movie I've ever seen? Is it Skyfall? No. <laughs> is it the 1967 uh, Woody Allen Casino Royale? Yeah. No, you need to go a lot more modern. 90. <laughs> Never, never say never again. No, ninety. Yeah. So is it, it's not Goldeneye, is it? Living Daylights was Goldeneye the one with the um, with license the tr- to kill. That's eighties. Can I? Can I? Can I finish? Can yeah. I finish, sir? Can I finish? Huh? Hey, you started it. Finish? Can I finish? No. Um, would ever one involve the Arecibo uh, radio? Um, uh, uh, you know, telescope in Puerto Rico. I'm pretty with Charles Bronson. I'm pretty sure that was Charles Bronson. Phoenix said. Charles the Arecibo Bronson? radio telescope, where basically they turned a big, ass, big ass valley into a telescope, and they're running across the catwalk above it, and somehow, somehow, you know, uh, you know, Sir Stark made the. The, the fall. Okay, the yeah. If you're talking about that, then yeah, it's Goldeneye. Goldeneye. He plays yeah. MI6. Yeah, you know, 006. Where, you know, where uh, uh, what's his name? Stark. Yeah. You know. Sean Bean. Yeah, yeah him. <laughs> yeah, that's the, all right. Uh, yeah, I grew up on the Timothy Dalton ones. I've seen. <laughs> I love Timothy Dalton. Thoughts? <laughs> Timothy Dalton's my no, favorite I, I Bond. I thought but... he was a good Bond villain. Yeah, Sean Bean was very underrated. Uh, is, is in the in the grand scheme of Bond villains, I liked him because he was Bond essentially. That's what made him uh, a formidable foe. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, dude, like for, for a few seconds there, I was kind of feeling like this. Yep, it's exactly what I was feeling for both of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this this studio, Loader Wendelin, actually began with Bond movie reviews. I did a whole... No ri- shit. I did written reviews. They're all on the website. I did every single Bond movie because I got the Blu-ray set and watched them. Because I, I've, I've only seen a couple at that point. So I sat down and watched them all and reviewed them. I was always going to buy that Blu-ray set, and it just it's just never the price that I want it to be. And I'm thinking if I hold out long enough that maybe they'll just make some 4K masters of that and put that out instead. I'd rather like spend a little extra and have them on 4K. How much is it? It's normally like 150, I think MSRP. I've seen it drop down to about 80 when it's on sale. I was gonna say I bought it for 80, and that was yeah. 2012. Yo, 
I, uh, that's just so much, dude, in Walmart of all places, I, in Walmart, this should not happen. I had a $79 Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon album, album record in my hand and a $45 record player in my hand. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, I'm about to spend upwards 150 to listen to the same album I've heard probably 14,000 times in my life, just so I can hear a few extra more clear, you know, things in my headphones or whatever, and a few extra different sounds that I've never heard. Well, did you charge it to the account? Did you charge it to the account, Frank? How much did that fucking cost you? You it son was, of a you bitch. You bitch. It was already 150, hon. I didn't want it to be 275 all said and no, done. No, seriously, how much was it? Get the fuck upstairs, Annabelle, you slut. You whore. This guy's the worst. I wrote yeah, really the most is. insecure man in the world. Like real good find. Real <laughs> yeah. good find. And I also uh, wrote a uh, there's no way this wasn't obvious before they moved in together. There's no way he hid it that long. So she put it, her child in danger. It, it, it was like, did they get married, honeymoon, buy a house, move in, and then all of a sudden, what's this? Oh, it's my daughter. <laughs> I kept her in the basement for a year and a half. <laughs> oh. I'm thinking they got married to avoid a lawsuit, because that's the kind of relationship I'm getting out of this episode. So well, there's some weird shit going on with this couple, and she's just she's oh, yeah. uh, blind to all the red flags, just cutting her face on them all, running past them. Yeah, go ahead and play. Right on. Why? I don't like what it says. You didn't have to throw it. There's quite a vocabulary. Yeah. Listen. You're a cunt. My name is Talkie Tina, and I love you very much. Cunt. Yeah, well, that's not what it said a minute ago. I don't know how much more of this I can take. Exactly what is it you're taking, Annabelle? Your anger toward Christy. I know you're having a difficult time adjusting to her, but I can't let you treat her this way. She's my daughter, Eric. I love her. I love her, but I don't love her. I'm only her stepfather, and I'm incapable of loving children because we can't have any of our own. Bing! Isn't that what you're saying, Annabelle? Oh, no, Eric. Believe me, it's not. You could love Christy. I know you could. If you'd only give yourself half a chance. Good. I'm glad I'm not the cold, cruel ogre that mommy and daughter think I am. I appreciate all the faith you have in me. Eric, please give us a chance. Christy and me. I know you got more than you bargained for when you married me. Two for the price of one, wasn't it? But we'll do anything to make... If I married a chick and somebody came up to me and said, well... She's got a girl, so you got two for the price of one, huh? I'd knock him out exactly right as he finished his last syllable. I'm sorry. It is a creepy thing to say. She says, and we'll do anything to please you. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> and the fact that she's saying that he said that to Anything, her. Frank. <laughs> Just the <laughs> level of, of effed up. Why am I... The level of fucked up that is. Careful, Frank. Careful. Oh, oh, the level of just screwed that is, Phoenix. It it breaks my heart. As a guy who's been a stepdad for quite a while, and again <laughs> a stepdad, I I can't imagine treating her like shit. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Uh, no, might be personal, but do you still um, do you still have a uh, any type of relationship with your ex? No, I wish I did, but I don't. Oh, is it? But it's not. It's it's not on your and her terms. I'm guessing. No, there's no contact at all. So. Sure, yeah. It's probably because yeah. I yelled at them every time they bought anything, um, and tried to <laughs> kill them, kill everything they bought. It's probably a what? little part of it, you know. But <laughs> they didn't really buy it; they charged it. So it doesn't matter how much it costs because they charged, charged it. it to the account. Her logic is faulty. I'll give I'll give him that. But after that, it's like, what? Because we can't have any kids. I don't love your kid. Of course, I love your kid. Get the fuck upstairs, Annabelle. You slut. I, 
I was also really distracted by Telly Savalas actually having a hairline. It, it's not a pretty sight. Like he usually <laughs> shaves his head and I see why. Cause with him with the hairline, he just looks like any other asshole on a subway, you know, and with that bad, my, bad dad hair, you know, like definitely my two ass cheeks have a better hairline than his head. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this though, in every movie he's ever been in that I've seen him, he's sweaty. He's super sweaty all oh, the time. I was thinking that too. I'm like, how many of these twilight zone episodes is it where they're just profusely sweating? Because you always hear that term, never let him see you sweat. Why oh. is it Twilight Zone is just not, not doesn't apply there? Because they're That's... trying to do a 25-minute episode, and they need to ratchet up how terrified the guy is in the scenario, so they just throw some glycerin on him. We call yeah, it Vaseline. Say, this guy is sweating, like, almost right off the fucking credits, man. Yeah. Like, see, like he, he looks like he's had a couple of belts before he started filming. A lot of people don't know this, but Rod bought huge amount of stock into Vaseline, all right? He, he, yeah, so, he, he walk up and he so, go and slap it on the actor's face. Yeah, I'm not scared. Some say that Rod used to put a dollop of Vaseline in his coffee every morning. I believe that That's about Telly Savalas. He drank a lot of coffee, probably Vaseline coffee, right? I mean, you know, a lot of people did, you know, they looked up to Rod, so why wouldn't they try to emulate? You know, this man's successful and he's rich. And he drinks Vaseline. Maybe there's a connection. I mean, you don't know until you try. Do you think Tally Savalas is so angry because he hasn't fucked his wife ever? Because they, li- they yeah, sleep in two vibe. separate beds? Yeah, they're, they're, they're doing the old thing where they're the sleeping in two separate beds. I'm like, this is a weird relationship here. Isn't that weird? Because obviously they slept in the same bed back then, but it's clearly for TV censors and you know, advertisers. I think you guys missed the point how um, old... Um, old, you know, balls don't work anymore over there. Is, is that what the, the nutcracker uh, scene was supposed to emulate? The fact that he was cracking his own nuts? Dude, that's I, pe- a... I picked up on that. I'm like, there's some symbolism here. I'm picking up yep. on it. Yep. See, what happened is he was in the war, and he was a POW of the uh, Koreans? How old is he again? Let's Phoenix? say Germans, because it lines up with Kelly's heroes. Okay, there Okay. So... Yeah, and and we all know what the Germans did to balls. I mean, remember when uh, our um, that guy, our favorite that guy, he grabbed his balls in front of the uh, that Harbor Building. Remember, yeah, remember, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. fair enough. I wish when he had when when he was cracking the nuts and that girl walked in, he's like ah, and like tried to hide the nuts for some reason. <laughs> like that was their symbol for masturbating. He says, oh, I got nothing. Hey guys, you said you'd be out longer. Whoa. I was hey. waiting for him to say, somebody tell that howling bitch to be quiet. <laughs> oh. I don't know what that meant. Tell me fucking Savalas, man. <laughs> Love the guy. Uh, so the doll keeps telling him, I don't like you. I don't think I like you. I hate you. I'm going to kill you, all that. And then he sits down at the kitchen table, and he's looking at it. And it should be a scene where he's got the doll's back open, and he's looking through it. But instead, he like looks in its face, and he's just like, all right, the game's over. I know you have a walkie-talkie in the sun, bitch. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, there's a walkie-talkie. I get it. Yeah. Great. Yeah, like, his process of deduction is shit because, like, literally, when he first met, you know, Tiny Tina, like, all three, all four, three, okay, I'll say all four of them, <laughs> we're in the same damn room together. So how does this work? <laughs> I think he thought it was the original one, I and I love you, is, like, the... You know cl- the clip she plays with the wind-up toy, but then everything else was. I'm thinking the episode probably couldn't afford a walkie-talkie because back then it was probably about fifty-nine ninety-five, which translates to about five hundred and ninety-five to, to nowadays. So he just had to say all that like little exposition dump. If you say that though, that yeah, you see that he he's almost right because that in his mind she spent five hundred dollars on a walkie-talkie just to fuck with him. Yeah, it's possible. I don't blame him at that point. Yeah. I, I don't like I wish that this is one that would work better as an hour honestly uh, I, I still think it'd be too long but I wish it was like 35 40 minutes and then you could build that like tension I, I didn't think there was too much filler in this one no so I, I mean it, it, it's simple but uh, yeah I, I think if you did make it an hour it would feel more like Annabelle or Brahms the boy I, I think Brahms, that would ratchet Brahms it up slower though <laughs> like right now he just like goes from like already a dick to horrified 
and he has no chance for redemption because a doll just seems to have a bloodthirst, doesn't really offer him a way out. And even when he's like, oh, I'll give the doll back to him if you don't leave me, he's like, I still don't forgive you. And I'm like, they could if it was longer, they could have had more character development. He's just asshole, asshole, asshole all the way through. Can, can we get into the parts where he tries to dispatch of the doll? Frank had his oh, hand there's raised. There's a really cool scene in there, too, that I wanted to talk about. Well, I didn't want to, you know, cut you off. But I do want to say um, I would like to nominate this episode for the 10 worst, worst Rod Serling intros ever to an episode. Um, You played it, and I heard it, and I still don't remember what it was. Oh, I can read it out of Zickery's book. It's right here in the beginning. Yeah. Would you like to hear it? Okay, so. The outro is not so bad. The actor was good. I'll give him that. He, yeah. he, it's like, you know, it was it was a horrible uh, dismount, but he stuck the landing beautifully. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? All so right. it was, okay, Tiny Tina, a doll that does everything, a likable creation of plastic and springs and painted smile. To Eric Streeter, I hate his character's name. Streeter. Yeah, he didn't write this, so it was not Beaumont, by the way, even though he got um, I'm, I'm, I'm Beaumont was that. gone at this point. Yeah, yeah. She is most unwelcomed addition to his household. But without her, he'd never enter the Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just So she's made of parts, therefore <laughs> Twilight Zone. You're almost a flat earther with that there, Rod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what's funny is is, is going back to the whole uh, did you charge uh, charge the account? She comes home with a pile of boxes. Gift wrapped. The only one he's inquiring about is the fucking doll. Yeah. They were gift wrapped. That costs extra. That's the only thing that really gets his, him going is the doll. Probably not the the Bloomingdale's dress and the other boxes <laughs> yeah. or you know the really expensive pumps and and you know. I I, I got to go back to it. It's gift wrap for a person who already knows what the gift is. The fuck? Yeah. That's how you know you have money when you buy yourself gifts. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to assume that that box was probably expensive even back then because it looks expensive by today's standards. The, yeah. The box of yeah. The gift wrap that she had. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a whole lot of gift wrap. It was a bow, but still, someone has to do that there. And they're sure yeah. they're going to charge for it. Yeah, like, like doing Christmas time. Uh, Christmas time. Christmas time. When I'm shopping, I go, and this is for Daddy because he deserves it. Yep. And it's anyway, let me finish jerking off on the table. Is that what your <laughs> gift is to yourself? <laughs> Can you gift draft this? And oh, every thanks. time, it's worth more than everything else in the cart for everyone else. Because <laughs> I ruin everything in the car for everyone else. <laughs> I know. <laughs> ah, there you go. Have fun with that, kids. <laughs> Get the fuck upstairs, you <laughs> slut. That's not, I, I, that's not ruining it. That's like, you know what? I've given it to enough people. Never mind. Moving on. I think it's time for our uh, every episode where we get this disgusting where we talk about Tom Elliott. Hi, Tom. I'm sorry. Anyway, let's go back to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're so not Tom Elliott show. Tom Elliott, uh, if you made it this far, we love you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> Definitely. Just, 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 I mean, I hope you're laughing, and but he's got a sense of humor, so yeah. it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah there's, there's a time for everything. Do, anyway. do you remember when he tried to saw the doll? Uh, but yes. The, he kept, oh, like, dragging God. the saw to it <laughs> and stopping. <laughs> but my favorite was just that, that little scene where they show the camera, like the light coming from the doorway, and then you see through the vice grips, and then he walks through the doorway, like, right into the vice grips. I love that shot. That's my favorite it's part. Because he's show. trapped, Adam. He's trapped. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. It's the same. It, 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 um, not, oh, one second. No, go ahead. If it's that clip, yeah. I was going to say one more thing about the set. Hello? No, it's Hello? Not, it's, I, 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 I oh, fuck you. Great. Thanks. Uh, I think that was <laughs> after he tried to murder it. Yeah, and then he bagged it up and tossed it into a trash can and put some bricks on top. <laughs> yep, isn't and that? Then he go- and then after that phone call, he goes, takes the bricks off. She's gone, and guess where she's at? <laughs> isn't it the same exact uh, living room set from Young Man's Fancy? 
Yes. The one with the clock and the dead mom. Um, yeah. Like so many episodes. It's the same exact set. They just redress it. Oh, oh. Where the, uh, where the, where, where the, uh, where the shaver goes down the steps and chases the guy out of the house. No, that one's different. That one's got a huge staircase. Remember? I thought it was the same it's one. Moved around. It probably is. They just really did a different job there. But I just I just mentioned the same episode twice. It's the exact same episode, so never mind. When I said I was that. just thinking, like, isn't that this? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it's in a bunch of episodes that say. I was thinking uh, the one I was going to say was a different one from earlier in the seasons. Um, I just can't remember what it was, but it's in quite a few of them. Was, I mean, it was Universal. What do you want? I mean, there's only so many sets. Yeah. It's a. It's good to see it again. It's a nice recurring character we got. Yeah, I mean, how many Back to the Future, um, you know, Town Square episodes was in this? I mean, I seen the. I sing the body electric right to the freaking pilot. So. Yeah, it's in a lot of them. The um, tries to cut the Dow's head off. For some reason, the saw won't work, even though it's plastic. I, I was dying laughing. By the way, I was the like, "What's wrong with the with torch?" Them? Yeah. I couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. It's like, does he not know how to saw? It's like, dude, it's plastic. I mean, when Telly's, said so. when Telly's pulling it, he just clearly stops. And I'm like, oh, he keeps hesitating? I'm like, no, no, he's trying. I realized that way too late when he checks the, the neck and there's no mark. I'm like, oh, you're really trying, dude? You're clearly stopping. You thought he had a conscious? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Empathy was creeping into the psychopath, but but he finally. I, I don't know I if it was empathy. I thought he was just going. Ah, no, let me think of a different way to do this. Uh, no, uh, let me if I do it this way. I didn't think he was thinking about the moral ramifications of it. I thought he was just like, come up with a different strategy. I'm like, fucking cut it off already. Oh, it won't. It took me way too long to realize that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Because it goes on for like five minutes. Especially you, man. I, I you, you know what, Phoenix? I, I just, I, I mean, I, I. My name is Talkie Tina, and I think I could even hate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's gonna stay on the recorder for I a mean, while. I mean, I'm on the doll side on this one because Me clearly Telly Savalas is an a-hole right from the start. So it, 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 they, they make it very clear that we're supposed to hate this guy. Yeah, I don't hate him because I can relate. I he, feel for him. I know where he's coming from. Yeah, but he also physically assaulted the girl when he took the doll out of her hands and when she's in bed and then shoves her back in the bed and goes, Go to sleep! Oh, okay. I'm glad you brought that scene up right there because there's that kind of long shot. It takes him forever to walk up to the bed and all I'm thinking is, You're a fall one, yeah. Mr. Grinch. <laughs> he, he also yelled at the little girl, I'm not your daddy. I'm like, good God, dude. Shoot. Well, you know, you heard that one song, and I and I just heard. Yeah, but I, we don't watch porn when we watch this episode. So. Yeah, he only likes to be called daddy when the mood hits, right? <laughs> only when she's I'm your out. daddy. You know, he sneaks in there at night and gets a little piece of but something. Her name something. is Annabelle, so there must be a connection there somewhere, guys. He, he, he sneaks I mean, in there at night to get a little something because they'll do anything. See do what, anything. I mean, like, me, me and my wife's... You <laughs> Adam know, just got it. All right. I, like, I'm just saying, me and my wife's relationship, you know, sometimes uh, she'll call me daddy. Sometimes, you know, I'll call her daddy. I mean... All righty then. If I get called just, daddy during... I'm, I just It goes in the ignore file in my brain. I go, ignore that. Keep trying. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> Like, dude, I I really stumbled through that joke. Really, like, I mean, I it was a terrible dismount and a big spl- <laughs> big spike. I did like the part where you said sometimes I call her daddy. Uh, that's that's <laughs> something. You also like to get pegged. That's on you. Well, I'm still trying to get past Phoenix earlier talking about Telly Savalas pulling it. I haven't moved past that part of this show yet. <laughs> Doing what? <laughs> when you're talking about Telly Savalas pulling it, I still haven't moved on past that. In the department store. Is that what he was doing? Hey, well, that was actually Frank jerking off on his his presence. <laughs> Just talking about <laughs> oh the nuts pulling it and the nuts. And my mind went to dark places and I haven't recovered from it. <laughs> his dick is just as bald. It's fine. You think he's probably got that same fucking hairline. He's got the there. crown around the, the head of his dick. 
I can't shave it, dude. I got a buzz. I mean, ugh, I would itch. You can't go all the way down. That's what I'm saying. Be itch too much. Yeah. Sit scratching your junk like, man, you got crabs. Like, no, I shaved. Like, sure, buddy. <laughs> Need some powder. <laughs> a comb, some shampoo. We're having some sads. I agree with the doll, as what Adam said earlier. I just think it didn't even give him a chance to, like, realize what he was doing. It was like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker, like, right off the bat. First scene, it's like, I'm going to kill you. I know it. It takes her actually packing her suitcase and saying, you're sick. You're sick, Eric. I, I, tell, tell your... Tell your therapist or whatever that, that you're trying to, that the doll's talking to you and you're trying to kill it and all this kind of stuff. And then rather than try to defend himself, he's like, well, if I just give the doll back, <laughs> yeah. would that make everything better? I'm it's like, start. Uh, yeah. I finally found the whole murder scene, by the way. Out of care. Huh? It doesn't matter. Go. We're past it. Still going to play it, huh? Wasn't that good? I'm doing But why? How could I live with you after what you've done? I had to. The doll. You had to <laughs> to show your hatred for me and for Christy. No, you can't, Annabelle. That doll talked to me. That doll said things no doll should say. I had to get rid of it. You've become a stranger to me, Eric. A sick, neurotic stranger. You're filled with blind, unreasonable hate. You better see a good psychiatrist. It's like, His voice goes up like seven octaves. I had to do something. I had. <laughs> he goes yeah. full Savalas. Yeah. It said I was fat. That was a dick. You don't get is it. This, is this whole thing an allegory for uh, a guy that probably isn't getting any and has been firing blanks for quite some time now? What's like your point, doesn't... Adam? What's your point? No, see, what it is, he's pissed because, you know, before they were having Nakey time all over the place, but now she lives there, and Nakey time has gone out the window. There's no more Nakey time for those two. You think that doll, there's, Frank, a, there's a deleted don't do scene? anything to please him. I mean, yeah. she just straight up said that right at the beginning <laughs> of the show. You think there's a deleted scene where the doll split the bed in half? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? And she's like, like he blames gosh. the wife. <laughs> Like, all right, well, I, guess I guess she's mad at me. <laughs> it's fun. He, he basically does everything but beat him. But we just don't Mommy, see that. Mommy, Tina should... don't like it when Mommy's moaning at night. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Tina. I'm going to cock block you. It's too good. Love it. Did <laughs> Did you hey, notice? I don't, any, I don't have any other recordings other than that, other than the outro, which is just hysterical. Yeah. Like, but this Dell did murder. <laughs> Broke it down <laughs> like a, a unsolved mysteries. <laughs> did Did anyone else notice when he tied the doll up and put it in the trash? I think this guy's done this with actual ladies before. Yeah. It, it looked very professional and just like. Second nature, didn't it? He used to be able to put the sack on Annabelle, but like you said, the little girl moved in and, you know, naked time was out the window, so... Yeah. It's like he... So it was all the kinky stuff, too. He made way too good of a, a a body concealer out of some twine and a potato sack. Like, this guy's on his game. This guy's a mass murderer, right? He's done it before. He's yeah. definitely done it before. His last wife... I'm telling you, this this is what this is, is uh, uh, Maggot from... Uh, Dirty Dozen did not actually die, all right? He lived, and then he moved and, and assumed another identity, which is Eric, and now he's living with these people. Even though he hates women, that's still consistent, so. Because think about it. Empty potato sack. Now, when I'm done with my potato sack, I throw my potato sack away. Stop saying the word sack. Okay. So, and then he had to have a piece of, of rope just long enough 
to tie something up in the potato bag. I can't see this guy having a big roll of twine on the side of the garage and it's like, ah, six inches ought to do it. No, this guy had it pre-cut. Like, this is my wife's size. This is my daughter's size. This is doll size. I got all their graves prepared in the backyard. I made them dig it because I'm a sick fuck. Pre pre dug with a piece of plywood and he's got a garbage yeah. can in the basement that's big enough that the entire cast of this episode could stand inside of it and have plenty of room. All four people. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so it. he could pour the acid in. <laughs> God, this guy's if he didn't die, that this doll saved this family from death, right? That's what I'm saying. The doll is actually, if you think about it, is a better parental unit than anybody in this household. So yeah. the girl the girl benefits from this doll. That doll, like, pretty much prevented any sort of rape that was probably going to happen. Rape and murder. Yeah, this is, speaking of unsolved mysteries, this, this family would have ended up on some sort of, on the news, for sure. When they yep. found the mass graves in the backyard, like him and his seven previous wives, and they had to haul them in. <laughs> and th- this doll just saved all that shit. I mean, the so other Lane wives Warren are still there. takes the doll and puts it in her freaking... Uh, uh, you know, museum at home, puts it under a glass doll right next to uh, <laughs> Annabelle. Next to the teapot. When I watch yeah. Annabelle comes home, there's a teapot there, and I'm like, is the teapot going to do something? I kept waiting. It never did. You keep looking at all the things in that Sorry, little Frank. museum wondering if there's other movies that they're going to make out of this shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I did that too for a while, and then gave up. Frank? I just had a thought. I figured out what this entire episode's allegory is. Now, you got to remember... It was the Red Scare back then, okay? So he's thinking the wife and the daughter are, 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 um, are American secret agents, you know, because he's a Russian secret agent that has integrated himself into our society, and he's freaked out and already on edge thinking the FBI is trying to listen in on him, you know, making secret codes, and now he's thinking that his new wife and her daughter are working for the CIA. I'm with you. I, I could almost buy that, it's, but I, I you got to take it one more step further. Okay. She's actually the KGB. He's the FBI. He's the CIA. He knows that she's KGB. She has to pretend to be his wife or he'll blow the whistle on her. I think he's just a psychopath that wants to murder his wife and her kid. Or he's maggot from, uh, you know, dirty dozen. <laughs> What Phoenix did with that? I don't think Adam saw it. I saw it. Okay. And then he pops up. He's like, <laughs> I was staring like this for quite a while. And eventually I just, yeah, it's, this guy's just the fucking worst. He was just on edge for way too fast. His blood pressure has got to be through the fucking roof. He was really excited cracking them nuts, though, man. Yeah, because he was fucking jerking off. That's what he's really doing. <laughs> they just can't show it. They're cracking your nuts like it's nobody's business. It's like, yeah, I got, I'm, on, I'm on to use crack crack. It's like my last wife, Susan, oh, I killed her so bad. She's in the backyard. Uh, was, like I had grandparents that had a, a dish just like that, and it sat around. Nobody ever actually ate or, or used it. I think it was just there for looks. I think it had the same nuts in there from, like, the 50s, you know? Dude, no matter how many times I walked by, I always tried one, and they were always horrible. I don't know yeah. why. I was just – it was – I was fat. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very sugary. No, thanks. It was food. Why would anybody <laughs> voluntarily eat these things? It was food. I was fat. It, it's it's all about the libido, Frank. That's what it is. It, it, it ups your libido. No, that, this guy should not be eating them then. Yeah, he's hoping one day he'll stop firing blanks. Oh, he's literally trying to nut himself into a child. Sure. Okay. Well, that could be a reason right now. Bing! There you go. Frank, get started. <laughs> so... I don't want to keep going on, on and on, uh, but I also love making fun of Tyus and this his character. Um, this, I think, Frank, we talked about this last episode. Is this the last classic episode of this of the Twilight Zone? Like when non Twilight Zone fans know, I'm looking I it up mean, right now. This, this is a classic. I mean, it was one of those episodes that, by all rights, should have sucked horribly, but. Just the acting saved it like a lot of great Twilight Zone episodes did. 
and this is one of them. Plus, Beaumont, it's not exactly a Beaumont script. Um, someone else wrote it, but it is derived from a Beaumont script, so he got credit for it. And Oh, we got one more classic that non-Twilight Zone fans know, and it's um, uh, The Masks. Oh, that's a... Dude, that's on every marathon yeah. that's ever been made. That's prime time marathon yeah. right there. That's every mm-hmm. single marathon it's been on. Yeah, that's like that one, then, um, uh, the, you know, The Burge in season one. You know what I'm saying? Or It's a Good Life. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm saying that that's always on the marathon. Wait, is 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 The Burge season one called It's a Good Life? No, no that's oh, the one no, with the kid that sends you the cornfield. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, Willie Mummy or Billy Mummy. Billy Mummy. I was just looking into uh, It's Still a Good Life from the 80s when they did a sequel to uh, It's a Good Life. And Billy Billy Mummy's daughter plays like basically him. Like he's older. He's the same character. Loris Kleachman still plays his mom. And then Billy Mummy's actual daughter plays like the next in line for that. I, I mean, I can't wait to watch that to see how she does. Yeah, I'm curious. I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Anything about her? I don't know. if She kept going after that, but I think that's just fascinating that they got all those people back, and then he actually has his daughter in there because she looks just fucking like him when you see a picture of her. I was like, he. I was like, that has to be his real daughter. So I looked into it. This is literally a couple hours ago. <laughs> I looked into it. I'm like, oh, that's his, that's his actual daughter. It's crazy. No kidding. Looks like him with long hair. It's freaky. I don't want it creeps <laughs> me out. Be freaky. Yeah. Um, so next week is the old man in the cave. Adam, you watched that one today. I did. I, I, I was too lazy to turn off Netflix, so I watched it. Yeah. I have the I have the outro in the next week right here. You want me to play it? That's fine. I'm just kinda tying it up here. Um oh, okay. I I do want to mention one last thing, and I don't think either one of you guys are gonna get it, but someone out there will get it. The music that plays sometimes in the episode, and especially at the end, the melody reminds me of a song from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when Charlie does his musical. And it's like the little boy song. <laughs> little boy. It's the exact same song. You could, it's, it's the exact same song. Uh, I love that. I, I love that show. I think it's also safe to say that this episode probably inspired Child's Play and Annabelle at the same time because there's, there's a lot of influences. Hey, Annabelle's based on a real true story about a doll that someone thought was creepy. A Raggedy Ann. <laughs> yeah, the real doll for for Annabelle is literally a Raggedy Ann doll. It's Do you so want to hear creepy. something actually actually fucking creepy about that? Yeah, I'm used uh, to doing a show with Frank. Right. My sister had uh, a Raggedy Ann doll in her room, and I swear to God, for months and months and months and months and months, something spooky, something spooky in my room, something spooky. She was like real little, so she didn't talk a lot, and we could not figure out what the spooky thing in her room was. (laughs) After we took the Raggedy Ann out of her room, she stopped being spooked and started sleeping. The Raggedy Ann had to go into the closet. That was way before we ever heard about the story of Annabelle. Well, but yeah, they had to ch- they had to change Annabelle because the people that made Raggedy Ann would not be too happy seeing their doll uh, represented as this whore, and that's what I don't like about it because nobody would ever make a doll that fucking ugly or creepy looking. You know, it would be much easier if it looked like original Child's Play, an actual doll, a simple thing, and make that fucking scary. But these these creepy doll movies, they always make these unrealistic looking dolls that. Like, nobody would ever build, like, whoa, that's a creepy-looking doll. Wow, this movie will be scary. Yeah, good. Have fun with that. Nothing will ever happen in the entire movie. Bro, Terry Ruck's been staring at you during the Teddy. story. is about the scariest thing. Did, did, yeah. you, did you think his name was Terry things? Ruxpin? Whoa. Teddy Ruxpin? Yeah. It's Teddy. There was a Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> there was also an A.G. Bear. They were, those were both out at the same time. They were both fucking horrible. But yeah, Teddy Ruxpin's pretty ugly, man. What, what was his What was his uh, friend's name with that little worm-looking horse? Chucky? No, it was Teddy Ruxpin and Horace the Horse. That's what, Okay. That thing was fucking weird. It had like six arms. Totally <laughs> that up. Yeah, those things were satanic. I believe you. <laughs> they had a cassette players built in them. They go, blah, blah, blah. I will kill yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> fucking creepy that looked yeah, actually it, it, better it, it, than it, it, i hoped 
Yeah, that I was going to say, did you lag out purposely that way to make it look that creepy? No. At first, I thought that, but I was like, you know what? That was great job, man. Yeah. I just had this. You, I didn't know he could throw his voice. <laughs> you also look like one of those... Um, Godzilla movie? No, what was... Uh, no, the, the, fur, the, the Furbies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The creepy little... Close <laughs> cargo. Those yeah. weird plastic mouse. Yeah, stuck your finger in its mouth, which is just odd. They had like Pringle <laughs> mouse. Like when you put uh, Pringles in your mouth and you act like a duck, that's what the fur- Furbies look like. Little... <laughs> that's where we are with this show. <laughs> uh, don't get them wet after midnight, folks. Speaking of which, I am a sweet in, uh, I'm, a, I'm a sour cream and onion Pringle man myself. Mesquite Ranch. Or Mesquite Barbecue. Cheddar. Sorry. Cheddar all the way. Cheddar's pretty good. Man. Sour cream and onion is good too. If you mix, if you mix those two together, the yours, the one you guys said, pretty fucking good. Oh my god, cheddar sour cream! Oh, that's just way too much goodness in, in one chip. That's pretty good. I, I mean, if, if you're gonna go, that's probably the way to go. Frank. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, an instant heart attack, but I'll go out happy. <laughs> it's it's Definitely. delicious. Do you want to play right. the the outro and next week? Got it. Got you covered. I got you covered, Big Daddy. Let's let's kick the tires and let the fires on this outro. Are you playing a metronome? What was that? No, that was me signing into my phone because this thing blocks half my face, so it won't turn on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can't pick up how how deep Rod's voice is. Twilight Zone, a journey into a future moment, a nightmarish, frightening moment in time, when man sits in his own rubble and surveys the legacy he's left to himself. James Colburn and John Anderson star in The Old Man in the Cave. Recommended viewing for the more imaginative amongst you on The Twilight Zone. So next week's episode isn't a Simpsons episode. It's a Futurama episode instead. Looking forward to it. Oh, we're going to play a, a now. No, sorry. Oh, okay, that's all right. What I was saying is no. your, your recorder or your phone literally can't pick up Rod's voice without scrambling it because his voice is deep. Yeah, but it picked up everything else fine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. His voice is from a different dimension. <laughs> oh, it's while he's on recording. Like, okay. Like, I'm going to have to, like, you know, like next week with Rod's voice with my recorder, I'm going to have to put it through my my uh my, my uh, audio editor and just flatten it you know soften it up a bit it wasn't to... terrible but it's like scratchy sounds like an old scratched up vinyl it? <laughs> like that weird scratching if you take rod's voice and play it in a submarine frank uh whales start humping each other if they hear it in the water that's erotic man yeah i'm gonna look at a very specific porn later I still want uh, my sequel where Talkie Tina's on trial. I don't know where to go with that, dude. <laughs> I still know where to go with that. How great would it be if I got my episode, guys? Talkie Tina sitting there on, on stand and <laughs> getting cross-examined and just sitting there going, My name's Talking Tina, and I plead the fifth. Just no over and over. <laughs> the witness is, is wooden. <laughs> <laughs> and, and has screws. But only if it's taken like 12 angry men seriously. 
like really gripping yeah. drama. <laughs> it was just cut to the. This this is like this is like some <laughs> fucking uh, talk, a robot chicken level stuff here. Yeah, it it's definitely Adult that. Swim. Like, like, you gotta play it straight though. I agree. Yeah, you take it like Leslie Nielsen Naked Gun. You gotta go 100 percent serious, and it yep. fucking works. And Peter Graves. Yeah. We need more comedies like that, man. Oh, you know, never going to happen again. My favorite comedy of all time, dude, Airplane. I fucking love that movie. Airplane's great. Naked Guns, great. Yeah, yeah, Naked Guns and Airplane just. I miss I miss stupid shit like that. Like it's it's not really stupid because that that was their their whole thing is they they played comedy straight and it worked. Nobody ever does that anymore. Everybody's just like even Leslie Nielsen. Mel Brooks used Leslie Nielsen and it was a fucking joke. Like not a funny joke. That Dracula oh, yeah. movie. Dracula Dead and Loving It. God, it was it terrible. Was so it, it, and it shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been. He was able to make What's-His-Face funny in Robin Hood Men in Tights, but you can't make Leslie Nielsen funny. Carrie Carrie Ull- yeah. yeah. And then um, what's the other movie? Repossessed. Remember that one? The Exorcist uh, spoof? I saw that before I saw Exorcist, <laughs> but it's it's bad. Dude, he's playing it up way too hammy, and he's like, oh, doing faces, and you're like... When it, when it comes to the, the Mel Brooks stuff, I don't have anything past Spaceballs. It's not I Mel Brooks, but it's space not even... Balls? Hold on. Not, nothing past Spaceballs, so not even Robin Hood Men in Tights? Honestly? Oh, my God, dude. Great. Go it's watch like, it again. It's okay, but it's not like... When's the last time you saw it? We're uh, men, 90s. men in no. Tights. See, the thing yeah. is, when you watch it older, <laughs> you're like, oh, now I get it. Dude. Okay, that's probably what it is. It's, it's, yeah. There's a lot of like dick jokes in that movie I didn't catch as a kid. <laughs> okay, I get it and, now. Yeah. Can, can the three of us schedule like a, like a, <laughs> a viewing together yeah. on, on on like you know just just the three of us just watching a movie, not to record it, not to make no content behind it, just enjoying just three chums watching a good. Can I make good, some content behind it? I was gonna say if you got some good jokes, man, <laughs> let, let the world know that shit. You know. No, no, I mean, but yeah, but it's got, but you know, Phoenix is uh, what? What's the show that? Um, LAW um, movie review. Yeah, there you go. It just used to be called Lighting Wonderland, but then it in the company that, so I know I had to change it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it didn't make any sense. Right, but so yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, we should definitely set that up because uh, I love that movie. Fucking love that movie. Yeah, great yeah. movie. And as a kid, I liked it for different reasons. I watched it as an adult. I'm like, oh, that's what that meant. I get it now. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Robin, you're home. But you grew a great salmon. Instead of boobs. boobs. <laughs> oh, my God, you lost your arm. <laughs> touching a statue. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun movie. Um, Blinking. No, <laughs> Frank, shut the fuck up. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> Adam, where can we find you? Where can these listeners find you? Best place to find me is RaidersOfLostFlicks.com. Got links to all of my YouTube and Facebook and Instagrams and Twitters and all that bullshit. RaidersOfLostFlicks.com. Twitter is? Uh, Raiders underscore OTLF. Okay. Frank? <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, just go to Double um, L N K Z on Twitter. Hey, you catch all the podcasts I'm on, you know, Way Off Topic Radio. You drop the A. L-I-W, the T, or, I mean, yeah, L-I-W, the T-Z review on Twitter for this fine show. Um, ISCP podcast for my IndyCar podcast, which the content for that show is just getting harder and harder. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Esports on NBC. It's, it's riveting. And I, and I, I race and I just can't watch it. Maybe it's my generation. I just can't watch people play video games. Moving on. Um, so, but. Basically, yeah, you, yeah, me neither. I just can't do it. But, I don't uh, get it either, dude. I, 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 I'm probably of the age where I should appreciate that, and I just fucking don't. I, I, I like previously recorded, or uh, yeah, previously recorded. Yeah, it, and look, they're making the best out, out, out of a horrible situation. The entire the entire season is basically just fucked now because of this fucking thing. Where can and, we find you, Frank? I'm just, you know, uh, basically go to reddragonsradio.com. And if you go to uh, LAW, the TZ review, 
I posted some really good stuff that you'll get not only from liwstudios.com, but also reddragonsradio.com. So check that out, you know, and uh, I made it easier for you. You can see all the great content there, so you can go to those websites and, you know, just, uh, you know, support us. Won't you? Were you Sally Struthers? What the fuck? <laughs> what the hell is that? Do people... I, oh, God, I feel like... Everyone above 30 knows who Sally Struthers is. Anybody below has no idea. That's exactly what. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Frank already cut half my work out of there. LIWCities.com, uh, Louis Tinger, One Inland, and YouTube. I finally, as of yesterday, thanks to Adam and Pete, got above 100 subscribers, Frank. Did you really? Yeah. I'm at 106 yeah, we, now. We did a little telethon for him. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Jerry also- Lewis help, help, help my, my, my broken brain. <laughs> got me above 100. <laughs> Um, uh, and thank you for saying that because also, you know, um, way off topic radio guys, every Saturday, I thought we were uh, done not, with you, but okay. Uh, no, I, this is about, no, you, that was, it's fine. Go. Just yeah. Me, that's great. It's about you. You, you jag uh, off. I'm not interrupting. You're interrupting. No, what I'm saying is go um, upstairs. Slut. We record the, the, <laughs> How you much know, was it? we record the podcast every Saturday night around um 11 p.m eastern we stream it got you know subscribe to it come watch it we you know uh participate and we did do a uh phoenix uh, a tribute to phoenix after his surgery i didn't listen uh, to it a month ago what's that i didn't listen to it yet it's okay uh but we you know we played a bunch of really good stuff from his channel we were laughing our asses off so you know I, and I just want to say, um, yeah, so there you go, Phoenix. I just want to say, how do you buy the microphones and cameras for this shit? Did you charge it to the fucking account, you goddamn bitch? Is that how you did it? Is that how you did no, it, Frank? I, I paid cash, so I saved money. Uh, yeah, because you bought it from fucking China online. Anyway, uh, um, what if you found out that Tina was just a do- uh, like a, a Chucky doll that they ordered from Wish? <laughs> yeah, they put the wrong chip in the wrong doll. Uh, <laughs> it was a chatty Kathy order from Wish. I'm it never going to get to my plugs. But yo, Phoenix, uh, it's it's a hundred subscribers too late, brother, because your shit's been should have been higher a long time ago, buddy. I I don't disagree, but yeah, go there. Um, this is normally where I pitch Adam because he's our sponsor, but he's also on the show, so here he took care of that. So <laughs> until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I am Frank Clementilings. Squeeze, squeeze. And I'm Adam Wilcox. So long, you goddamn slut. Go upstairs.